Hello, and welcome to another episode of My Blunt Truth, the podcast about mental health, spirituality, well-being, anything that is on my mind today. I am your host, Candy, and welcome. Hello, everyone. I hope you all are doing well. Another great week I have with some wonderful co-hosts that I cannot wait to introduce. But before I do that, let me tell you a little bit about them. So let me tell you how it went down, a quick little story. So two beautiful friends of mine, Tina Eden and Kaluniawe, who are the podcast hosts of the Soul Sister Table, um, and myself got to do a super cool interview with the Paranormal Talk 2. And the co or not even the host, the host of those of that podcast is Buffy and Tim. And let me tell you, the experience of that was absolutely amazing. Um, it was like like I think it ended up being like almost two hours long, but it was well worth it. So if you guys ever want to check that out, please check out my friends on the Soul Sisters table and also check out Paranormal Talk too. But I'm going to tell you why you should check them out. So let's get into it because that was a whole like mouthful right there. Um, I have the host Tim and Buffy on today and with their show, they talk about everything under the sun that I am geeked up and nerd about. Um, they talk about aliens. They talk about Bigfoot, they talk about ghosts and mediumship and everything. And I can't wait for them to tell their story. So, Tim, Tim, say hi to the people. Oseo, hello, everyone. Thank you, Candy, for uh, allows, allowing us this opportunity to uh, join um, your podcast tonight. Um, you know, we've listened to your show, we've had, uh, uh, you know, you on our show as well. Um, yeah, our shows, they run at least couple of hours it was worth it um <laughs> uh, but you know we kind of inform everyone when they do come on that yeah it's it's probably going to be a two-hour show because what happens with our show um we we have two shows one paranormal talk to uh which you can catch on thursdays 7 p.m on spreaker and then uh we have another show corner cauldron on saturday now both of these shows um, I, um, I host, co-host, produce, and, uh, along with, uh, Buffy and, uh, Jimmy, uh, one of the other co-hosts, uh, that's, uh, with our team, um, we talk about any and everything under the sun. Do we know what we're going to talk about, uh, before we go on the air? Absolutely can you guys not. hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. Okay. Hey, Buffy. Cool beans. Right. Hey. So, <laughs> So we never really know what the show is going to uh, pertain to. Uh, like last week, we started out with a topic. Next thing you know, spirit uh, got involved, and and we went we went down a rabbit hole. We went down another trail, uh, another path, whatever you want to call it. So we never know what our shows are going to be like. And yeah, we talk about Bigfoot, aliens. Uh, uh, witches, magic, magical, uh, whatever the whatever, it doesn't matter to us. And our shows are dedicated to spirit. Um, that's who our shows are dedicated to. Our guest, we've had um, we've had um, uh, a lot of individuals from the government on. Uh, we've had uh, individuals from uh, research uh, facilities on. Uh, we've had actual eyewitnesses of UFOs, U uh, UFOs encounters, uh, Mothman, you name it, we've had them. Um, but when Sis 
I, I, I call her sis because Buffy knows I can never pronounce this name. I, 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 I keep it simple, right? Sis. <laughs> you know, you know, Candy, I, I, I do speak Cherokee and Creek and a little bit of Sioux, but I, you know, for some reason, I just can't pronounce Kaluna Highway. Um, like, you know, like it should be. Hey, I feel minute. like I, I, I just did. Service too. <laughs> I feel like I butchered it. I'm just like you know. I, you know I'm talking to you. Please don't get mad at me. <laughs> exactly. But you know we have a lot of fun on our shows. Our our shows we put a lot of time and uh, we put a lot of uh, research uh, into our shows. Now we've been around for a long time, probably longer than any other podcast out there. And some of our podcasters that uh, have gone on to do like a series of, of um, uh, TV productions, things like that, we've had, we've had them on our show. And they've actually got their first start on our show. Um, Ghostbiker Explorations um, was one of them. And, um, you know, we've had, um, we've had um, Tennessee... Um, uh, ghost chasers, uh, you know, all, all of those on, on our, on our show. And, um, but we let, we let spirit kind of like take over, so to speak. And that's what, um, uh, that's what we look forward to when we do these shows. And Buffy can tell you, uh, mm -hmm. she'll agree with me a hundred percent. Uh, do we know what we're going to talk about? Absolutely not. Heck no. <laughs> Absolutely not. I just no. show up. That's Buffy. I just show up. Uh, that's me. I just show up. Exactly. And and Buffy, I'll I'll let you take over a little bit there and uh, kind of you know uh, touch on um, you know your experiences with our show and your experience with spirit and uh, things like that. So yeah, take it away. Yeah, we have a lot of spirit that shows up on our shows. Um, whether it's that they contact me first or we get them saying, uh, like our audience, we don't really call them an audience. We don't call them fans. We call them family. Mm -hmm. And I've affectionately known them as, uh, spooksters because it's about the spooky stuff, you know? So, um, with that being said, sometimes they'll hear things in the chat that aren't Tim and I talking or they'll get a whisper or they'll say that they hear a conversation um, under ours. Um, Tim usually gets cold chills. He'll tell me that he feels cold chills and spirit just takes that opportunity, especially when you have electronics and you have a lot of gifted family members listening. They hear, they understand that. So they'll come through um, they usually contact me first and then I'll say, wait a minute, we've got a visitor in the chat room and it's one without a pulse. Right. I, you know, <laughs> it's one without Every, a pulse. everything kind of gets quiet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then I'll start saying, does this hit for anyone? Does this person I'll describe them or say, you know, someone out in our family has a connection with this person and they're trying to say that they're okay. And that's when the whole conversation shifts and everybody is so interested and I'll start questioning spirit and I'll say, give me more, give me a connection, give me a name, give me something that they would hit with. 
and that's how it and that's how it works and it takes off um sometimes spirit doesn't want to leave <laughs> until they've had had their say absolutely um, you know sometimes spirit is there to leave a message or it's there to i always say sometimes spirit is there to dish the ish and spill the tea that spirit isn't here to make you comfortable it is here to lay your crap in front of you and make you realize that this is what's going on and it gives you an opportunity to ascend or change your way of thinking and deal with that so you can move forward in your spiritual practice or your spirituality oh, yeah. and, it, and it works mm -hmm. for sure Mm -hmm. I love the fact how you how you both said that your show operates off spirit. I feel like that is yeah. the biggest thing. Like you are a conduit. You know that you're a conduit, you know, mm -hmm. and and that's how it you don't need to actually have like there's plenty of times when I don't have topics. I'm just like spirit, whatever I'm supposed to talk about. Let's let's do this and mm -hmm. to have that flow and to be able to just surrender like that is a big deal. And it's, mm -hmm. it's draining too, but it's a big yeah. deal, you know? So yeah. How it, long, so who, who is the medium of the bunch? Buffy, clearly it's you, but Tim, yeah. are you a medium as well? No, I am not. I, I'm a sensitive. I'm what they call a sensitive. Um, I'm not a medium. Buffy is the medium. Um, Buffy has a lot of gifts, a lot of gifts. And, um, you know, she's very, very uh, good at what she does. Um, I sense spirit. Um, I can, I can uh, smell spirit. Uh, very, very seldom do I see spirit. Um, but um, sense, smell, feel—that's um, my gift. Um, I sense positive energy. And also, um, also uh, sense negative energy. Um, I also study uh, and also became a demonologist a um, long time ago, and um, that was um, that was one of my gifts that um, I received from the Creator of recognizing uh, the dark side as well as. Uh, the light. So, but Buffy is the uh, Buffy is the go-to person when it comes to medium and and all of that. He's the go-to person. She has that. <laughs> Buffy's like, yeah, there, yeah. I, I, I <clears throat> Buffy, I can't wait to I can't wait to hear both of your stories because my next question is: At what point in time in your life did you know that you had the gift of mediumship or started to develop your other gifts if you like if you feel you know like you want to share what your other gifts are you know totally do it but ah, you know okay. um tim do you want to go first i'll let you go yeah, ask both. i can't <laughs> wait to hear both yeah absolutely well you know my background is uh native american that's uh, you know my ancestors um is native american i i'm i'm creek uh but we thought for a long time uh, that we were Cherokee. Now there's a mix mm. there. Um, there. There's a confusion somehow. I don't know what the deal is, but it shows that um, 
my ancestors were Cherokee. And then when I look at the, uh, then when I look at the um, uh, Rawls, uh, you know, um, uh, ledger, it states that, you know, we're Creek. Um, but either one, it do doesn't matter to me uh, who or what you are and who you belong to. Because, you know, na nature is my religion and the earth is my church. It, it doesn't. Oof. And that's yes. the way I see it. Mm -hmm. um, and, and, you know, and I, I've heard this from uh, several of our uh, family members and, uh, you know, uh, even even some some people that we, we consider as acquaintances. Um, they state, you know, they're, they're, they don't have the native blood or whatever, but yet they feel a very, very strong sense of uh, being. Native American, and I, and it doesn't pertain to blood candy. It pertains to what's in your heart, mm -hmm. who you are, and what you live for. Now, when I started recognizing um, my gifts was when I was ten years old. My grandmother, uh, she was uh, she always said she was Cherokee. <laughs> she was Cherokee. And, you know, they were they would know that she was Cherokee. That's cool. I have no problems with that. And, you know, and the uncles as well. But she was a medicine woman. And um, she, you know, she, she was a healer. Uh, she, she knew a lot about the plants, uh, knew a lot about how to uh, do whatever she had to do in order to make you know, someone well, whether it's with spirit or, you know, physical ailments. My uncle was a dream interpreter. And uh, I, I learned a lot from, from being with uncle as well as my grandmother. But when you're young, you kind of like want to do your own thing. Uh, you want to do, you know, pretty much what kids do. I remember, you know, I, I was bullied when I was growing up. I, I grew up in a segregated uh, community. Um, I remember, you know, getting getting my pahushi, you know, kicked a couple of times. But, um, you know, because of, uh, uh, of who I was. Um, but I started sensing picking up spirit when I was very young. And I started growing on it. And I'd ask my grandmother, and she kept saying, you have the gift. You have the gift. Study. Keep an open heart. You'll, you'll, you know, you'll achieve what, what you're seeking. You will seek what you, you find. And I learned, I learned how to do that. Now, the first time I encountered spirit never it never scared me um it was a it was a positive spirit and i i accepted it i felt comfortable with it so i started i started picking up i started noticing things i started uh, enhancing my smell uh my feel you know the feelings i i i was getting stronger in that uh, as I grew older, it uh, it came to the point to where you know I could pick up people's energy. 
what they were feeling, how, you know, how their day might be going. I could sense when somebody was having a bad day uh, without even, without even, you know, uh, talking with them. I could sense it. I could pick up on that energy. And I grew into that and I practiced that. Um, I know that we had had healers in our family, um, but they met their demise by being classified as witches. And they were hung for their, uh, for their practice, but they were no, nobody but women and they were healers. So we had to be very careful about, you know, who we talked to, how we did things, uh, even, even in this time, you know, mm-hmm. you're still, you're still um, judged on how you act, on how you look, on how you speak, what religion you are. People seem to think, well, no, you're not, but it is. You are. And um, I'm, I'm very proud of who I am. I'm very proud of where I came from. Um, there's been many lives that I've led. Um, and I've learned from each one of those um, different eras. And I learned to grow strong in my, in my beliefs. And there's nothing that anybody can say or do to take me away from that. Yeah, I went into, I went into uh, priesthood. I was an Episcopal priest for uh, quite some time. But I always, I always felt that there was something different about me. And uh, don't get me wrong, I, I, I still say prayers every now and then, um, you know, on, the, on that religion uh, part of it. And actually, last Thursday, it kind of came out from one of our guests who was not breathing. Um, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Bobby. Bobby. Yes. So um, it's, those, it's those things like that uh, that, you know, I, I encounter a lot. And I also have to recognize who these people are, uh, who they belong to, because we all belong to one creator. We, we're all a one, and we're all of a circle. And, um, you know, my, I bleed just the same as anybody else does. My blood is red. But uh, my teachings may be different than yours. My religion may be different than yours but that doesn't give me the right to judge you it doesn't give me the right to say that your religion is wrong mine is right there's no right or no wrong here and that's what we try to teach our family our our audience uh with our podcast we go all all over the world with this podcast and we invite spirit to come in now we don't as much entertain negative spirit uh we try to keep that at bay but we're more towards the light and uh that's what we that's what we practice is the light now do you have to have a little bit of that dark wolf in you absolutely i know i do so it kind of like balance everything out um am i worthy of some things absolutely not um there's some things that I'm not worthy of. Um, but that's 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 on a later show. <laughs> that's a part two. That's mm-hmm. a part two. You know, I, I hope I'm not cutting you off, but nope. 
I really hope that you know how how extreme and how important your gift is of being able to tell the difference between negative energy and positive energy or, you know, like dark and light energy. And I love how you spoke about that you have to know your dark side in order to be able to attain that gift. Because without that dark side, you would not be able to balance and be that tuning fork to be able to to receive that energy that's coming off of that person, that thing or that space to know that it's good or bad. Like that's a big deal. I hope like you really like that's a huge deal. Like don't discredit Mm -hmm. that. And the fact that you can smell too is huge. Absolutely. Like, there's so many things that I'm so sh- like sure that you have uncovered for so many people and yourself, you know, to with those gifts. And it, it's again, all of these gifts are very draining because you are a conduit, you know. So the fact that you're one with nature as well is a also a, like everything I'm going to say is a big deal. But, it, you know, it is a big deal because you and I both know and Buffy, too. We mm-hmm. know that we are one with the earth. Right. We know that right. everything that's going on in the Ayo. earth in the macro that's is a right. micro. Mm-hmm. So we have to have that fine balance. So I'm so glad that you shared that part of your story, Tim. See, this is exciting. <laughs> <laughs> this well, is so exciting. And you were never scared at all? Absolutely first- not. I've, I've never been scared of spirit. Never have. Whether it's, uh, whether it's the uh, dark side or, or, you know, the positive side, negative side, uh, whatever you want to call it. Um, I've never been afraid of it. Uh, number one, never be afraid of the dark side. Never be afraid of the dark side because that's how it feeds. That's how it grows is, is through your fears and through, through things that, you know, um, you say go bump in the night that makes your hair stand up. That's how these things feed off of you. So never be afraid of that. Be cautious. Absolutely. Never let your guard down. I don't care. Never let your guard down because it's waiting for that to happen. Mm-hmm. And um, the light side, you know, I, I, I accept the light side. I entertain it. I love the light side. But I also have to keep a little bit of that dark, too, to balance everything out. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, it's it's something that you, yeah, you get startled. Uh, I, I know I got startled the other night. Uh, <laughs> I, I really did. Buffy, Buffy you might you might want to throw that in there or something. Um, you know, how, how that uh, yeah. became... Uh, to be because I wasn't I wasn't sure what was going on, and uh, Buffy picked up on it. So, yeah. uh, you know, those those are things that um, you have to be very very cautious of. And 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 trust me, I, it did startle me. Scare me? No. Startled me? Yes. Even when I even when I got a little bit of a nudge in my back, you know, while I'm sitting here, um, talking, you know, through the studio stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah, but it was all positive. Felt nothing negative with it. Um, it was all positive. We encounter a lot of that. We really do. But being afraid of spirit, absolutely not. I've, I've seen spirit in many forms, mm-hmm. many forms. And um, it, it does not scare me. It does not scare me. 
Am I cautious around it? Absolutely. Because, you know, you, you've heard the old saying, even, even a wolf can come in in a sheep's clothing. Right? Mm -hmm. So you have to be very careful about that. And you really have to know. And I, I, I pick up on that. So if it's trying to disguise itself as being a positive spirit, I can pick up on that. Um, that's, that's the way my, my gifts work. That's the way my senses work. So I love it. And I mm -hmm. also like to correlate the dark and the light, like the dark is being, cause when people hear dark, they always think of like, you know, but in sometimes yeah. it is, man. But I, I like to look at the dark as being the human, right? The, the, exactly. the human in mm -hmm. us. And then the light is more of our soul. Right. Um, that's how I like to categorize it. Mm -hmm. so, Tim's like, that's my story. And that's my, like, that's literally my E true Hollywood story. That's it. <laughs> Mic drop. You got it. Mic drop. <laughs> Mic drop. Good night, everybody. Yeah. Yeah, you got I'm it. I'm out. I'm out. Yeah. Bye. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Buffy, it's your turn. Yeah. I, oh. Let's start with you. Like, how, what age were you when you um, experienced your first gift? And, and how did you take it? I, I was much younger. I was four when I saw my first full-bodied apparition. Um, I wasn't scared. I can't say that I was because I was just more curious as to who this person was. Um, it happened uh, in my grandmother's house, in which I'm sitting in right now. She's, she's no longer with us. Um, but m my mom and dad were divorced. And so we went to live with my grandmother and uh, my mom worked as a nurse. She worked night shift. So it was up to my grandmother to take care of me while she was gone. And I remember like it was yesterday, it was in the living room uh, and she was in the kitchen washing dishes. She was playing in front of the TV on the floor. And she had this very old green tufted wing back chair. And I was playing in front of it and I started to feel really weird. And I went to go put some stuff, I guess, like my Barbies or whatever on the chair. And there was a man sitting in the chair and he started talking to me. So I started conversating with him and I guess my grandmother heard me and she came back in the living room and she had a dish in her hand. She was drying dishes and she said, who are you talking to? And I said, the man in the chair. And she started laughing. Are you nuts? There's nobody in the chair. And I said, no, the man in the chair. And I started carrying on a conversation again with this guy in the chair. And she said, oh, yeah, if that man's, if there's a man sitting in the chair, what does he look like? And I described him as a very tall man with very big feet. And at the age of four, you know, everybody's taller than you. Everybody's bigger than you. <laughs> I mean, you know, and I said he had a, a black Gallagher. Yeah, for real. Like um a business suit on. And he had very dark hair and it was slicked back. And he was very thin. And I said, he has something on his eyebrow, like his part of his eyebrow is missing. And I said, He's pointing to the I, thing on his tie, which I didn't know then was a tie tack, but it was a tie tack. And I said, he's got this purple, like, jewel in his tie tack. 
and she stopped in her tracks and she got very white and she started to shake and I'm like, what's going on? And she said, what is that man saying to you? And it was a language that I was familiar with because it was spoken in the house. My grandmother was from Italy, so it was Italian, but I didn't know how to speak it at the age of four. So um, I repeated what he said in Italian, in Italian to her. Wow. And she dropped the dish and it broke and she started shaking really bad. And she pointed her finger at me and she said, that's my father. My father is the only person that would say that to me. Wow. And how did you know? Um, and what he said was Florenza, which is her name in Italian, Florence. Ti amo mio piccolo angelo, which means I love you, my little angel. And she said, my father used to say that to me every night when he used to tuck me into bed. Nobody knew that. And, you know, she said, we're not talking about this anymore. She walked away and just finished what she was doing in the kitchen. And then nothing was ever said about it ever again. My grandfather, my great grandfather died in 1956. I was born in 1973. Um, there were no pictures in the home of him uh, until I found out much later when she passed away, we were cleaning out her hope chest in her bedroom and there was a bag of pictures. And in that bag of pictures was a picture of him. And I said, that's him. That's him. That's who I was talking to. And um, he had injured his eyebrow at work and he had stitches. So his eyebrow never fully grew back. So it was a scar. And that was, I said, there's something up with his eyebrow. Um, Catholic Italian household where there was no in between. It was either black or white. People went to heaven and they went to hell. There was no in between. There was no talk of ghosts or spirits or purgatory or anything like that. And um, it took off from there where it just snowballed. As I got much older, it turned into hearing voices, saying things, um, being able to know when they're going to come out or they're going to show up. Artists that I saw. Um, them making me feel ill and um, I'm a physical medium, which means spirit to me will make me feel how they passed. So if they died from a gunshot wound, I will actually feel like I've gotten shot That's hard. And, I'll, and I'll feel it. And then I'll feel the burning and I'll taste the blood. Uh, if it's a burn victim, I'll smell the burnt body they'll appear to me as when they passed uh, the majority of the time and they'll make me feel very ill. Like I can tell when someone's died from an aneurysm, stroke, heart attack, car crash. Um, if they lingered, I can feel that. Um, so there was no talk of any of this ever. Um, 
my grandmother kept it a secret from everybody that that happened. And um, when we got much older, it got worse. Uh, uh, to the point where the first the first experience I had with my great grandfather was not scary for me. Um, but after that, it got worse. It got scary to the point where I would like hide under my bed. I would hide in the closet. I would put my headphones on really loud to drown out the voices. And I was massively bullied in school. Uh, it was pitiful. And it wasn't only by the students. It was by the teachers, the nuns, because I went to a Roman Catholic grade school, you know, um, and I would be on the playground and say, hey, who's that lady over there with the blood all over her? And the kids would look at me and go, what are you talking about? Are you crazy? There's somebody standing over there with blood all over them. And then it got out and it snowballed. I didn't know at that young age. I thought everybody could say it. I, you know, I thought I was being normal. Right. And um, then it got into name calling. Uh, the nuns would, you know, hey, ghost girl, and, you know. The teachers, you know, hey, weirdo, hey, zombie girl, hey, talker of the dead, things like that. And it was so bad to the point where I would just sit on the playground by myself in the corner. That's so sad. Uh, yeah. Kids and people are just cruel. They and are. I, mm. And I don't think, I think it's just because they don't understand. Of course. see it. And um, the only one that had any recollection of what was going on was my aunt, my grandmother's sister. Um, in Italian households, I don't know how much you know about Italians, but Italians, they'll tell you that they're not superstitious. I call BS. <laughs> they are extremely superstitious to the nth degree. Um, and each good Italian household has one witch in the family or they'll call Ustrega, which means witch in Italian. And it's usually female um, and it's carried down by their bloodline. Uh, my aunt Angie, her, my grandmother's sister um, could see. She was a dream interpreter. Um, the family would come to her for blessings of babies, marriages, uh, dream interpretation, numbers, magic numbers, you know, for the lottery, stuff like that. And when I was 16, it happened. She happened to be in here uh, at the home. She had uh, epilepsy. So every time she had a bad spell, we called them spells. Um, she would come to our house to recuperate and spend like a month, a uh, couple of weeks. And my grandmother happened to be at the grocery store and it happened. Uh-oh, you there? Candy. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? I can hear you. Tim, okay. yeah. you here? I can hear everybody. Right. Ooh, I already knew Spirit was here like a long it's time here. ago. I already knew it a long time ago. It's here. But um, yeah, she she um and I came down the steps and I was I was like in in fear for my life because I felt really hot. I was burning all over, I was sweating, I could smell it, she kept getting closer. So I ran down the steps and my aunt used to sit in a rocking chair watching TV. 
And she didn't even turn her eyes away from the TV. And she said to me, you know, if you tell them to back up and back off, they'll go away, right? And I turned around and I was like, what are you talking about? <laughs> like, it's that simple, huh? <laughs> what are you, what, what, I, and, and I hold up, hold up, wait a minute. <laughs> I ran down the steps going, you knew about this the entire time. And you said absolutely nothing to me. And she was laughing and she goes, well, I thought you knew. I was like, <laughs> come say something to me. And she was the only one that could see them. And she said, now listen, don't tell your grandmother this because she'll be freaking out. You know, she'll be taking you to church 900 times to be <laughs> exercised or whatever they call it, you know. Um, and she was the one who was my go-to, who kind of taught me tricks on how to make them back up, make me not feel so bad. Um, and it just, it just grew from, from there, uh, it, it exponentially. Um, and they always say that when girls hit puberty, it gets worse because it goes off of your hormones sometimes. And when you're in that moment with your hormones, things go ape crap, you know, mm -hmm. and everything seems to go haywire. Especially because we run with the, the moon cycles as well. Right. So right. being an intuitive person and then running with the moon cycle, it, I get it. I understand. Right. Okay. And I also I became like empathic mm -hmm. after that. I found out that I was, I looked, looked it up, you know, I was going to libraries and looking stuff up and going to books. Of course, I just dated myself because we had to use the Dewey Decimal System. There was no internet. Mm. You know, we actually had to come through a real book. Um, <laughs> what's that like? No. What's that like? I don't know. Um, but yeah, I spent a lot of time in the library, in the local library, looking it up. And, you know, I could sense when there was an argument in the room way after it had been gone and done with. Like I could walk into a room and my mood would change. Yeah, you pick up on that energy. Exactly. Right. I'd be so angry for no reason. I'm like, why am I so angry? Or I would be sad and, and just start bawling my eyes out for no reason. Um, so yeah, it, it, it grew. I just, and, and it comes to me, it doesn't come to me willy nilly anymore because you have to set boundaries. And that's the one thing I learned how to do um, was how to set boundaries for it and tell it, you know, I work from this time to this time. Okay. I, I have a pulse. You don't. So I have to be worried about bills. You don't. So I can't be acting like a nutso at work. Okay. So back off and sit in the corner if you need to. Three o'clock in the morning, they'll show up and it's like, uh-huh. Today, Satan. Okay. <laughs> it's three o'clock in the morning. I got to get girl up in the morning. Uh, yes. <laughs> so I don't care if you got to take a lap, go get a drink, uh, you know, smoke, smoke them if you got them. But you're going to sit in that corner and you're going to wait until I'm ready to hear you. I know that you're here and you have something important to tell me, but it has to wait and, and willing to hear what you have to say. And um, th for the most part, they pay attention. Um, I see demon. I see negative spirit. Um, those give me a different feeling. Instead of getting cold, I'll get all of a sudden very flushed and hot. And they'll elude me. They'll like hide in the corners 
or hide behind stairwells and they'll be more of like a shadow figure until I approach them and listen, you're not hiding from nobody. I don't know what you think you're doing. Um, but you can take a hike period. I don't have time for you. Um, unless it's a case we're working on and then I kind of have to convene with demon for a minute or negativity for a minute. And that's just like Tim said, knowing your dark side mm -hmm. or be willing to be present in that dark moment, but don't let it overtake you. Now, so. would you say that your mediumship was more of a psychological battle? Uh, kind of, I, I want to say it was a mixture of both psychological and physical because I didn't know whether I was having a heart attack or the person standing in front of me who without a pulse was having mm -hmm. the heart attack. And I found out if I tell them to back up and the pain went away or went, got lessened, I was like, okay, it's not me. We're cool. Okay. Just you stay over there for a minute, you know? And sometimes they're scary, depending yeah. on how they passed. If they passed in like a, a, a horrific car accident or, you know, a fire or something, that's how they appear. And it's like, uh, dude, can you just like, I, here, can you hold your jaw for a second and just put it back <laughs> on your face for a minute? Because you're kind of freaking me out right now. And if you could just hold that right there while we're talking, that would be great. Because, I, yeah, you're just freaking me out for a minute i feel for your type of mediumship it's like mm -hmm. a double whammy because it's the psychological because you have to sit there and literally battle yourself like am i and i hate using the word crazy like that's my number one word i cannot stand to use because oh just, yeah ugh. but you had to literally battle in your mind am i crazy am i go mm -hmm. is this really my voice is this really how i like that's a lot yeah. And then to turn around and also have to feel what that spirit has gone through. Like that's a double whammy. Yeah. Like that's how did how did you worse. adjust? How did that make you feel throughout all of these years? And did you suppress it at any time? I tried to suppress it. The more spirit was like, nope, we're here. Sorry. You know, you're gonna have to deal with this until you figured out what we're trying to say to you. Um, as much as I tried to suppress it by like putting the headphones on, listening to music, um, the voices were still there. there. And then of course, my mom was like, is my kid crazy? Cause she got called at school from, you know, from the school mm. and they took me for psychological testing and I passed all the psychological tests, you know, as far as little they, do they know that you were a whole genius this whole time. Well, I wouldn't say genius, but I mean, you'd be surprised the IQ of someone with like super high, like hyperactive gifts as, as you as well, Tim, and you as well, Buffy, to have those gifts that's a whole other sense in itself. Mm -hmm. It's beyond the explainable that right. you using more percentage of your brain than anyone else because we only use 10 percent of each organ right so to use extra percentages just for that to be that channel that's mm -hmm. a genius yeah I, well i i did score high on my aptitude tests so. there we go girl don't you downplay yeah, you yourself yeah, but, you know but, but it's not about like the 3d like definition of a genius it's like a right. cosmic genius right and my grades started to slip in school of course, because cause it messed with everything me. was going on. Um, 
and that was a big concern with my parents that why why is she slipping i mean why is she failing in school and it's because they were keeping me up at like till four o'clock in the morning or you know i was hiding in my bed not getting enough sleep and i was like falling asleep in class until you know spirit came to me and said yo you want to wake up <laughs> or like, not or not <laughs> kind of thing um so yeah it was it wasn't until much later that i learned to be able to control it and say you know if i i respect spirit most of all that's the most important thing is to respect it as as if it still had a pulse they were people too at one point um that they're more apt to listen to you Absolutely. and then all doing all the research i mean i i was going to to people with that fire victim i finally found out through microfish that it was in my neighborhood and it happens you know years ago and then i was like what do you want me to say what do you want me to tell these people it's just like oh i'm okay it's an accident that it wasn't on purpose nobody hurt me it was an accident and i'm happy i'm fine Aww. um so I, I found the the mother and I sent it like a total lunatic in front of her. She started crying. It was like, how can you say that? You're disrespecting the dead. And and I was like, I, I, I just, I'm just trying to tell you, this is what she looked like. This is what she used to wear. This is the perfume she used to wear. She said your first name. You know, I found the address. I, and then it was like, no, I can't do this anymore. Cause this is, people are going to, I'm going to wind up locked up for this, you know? Until I tell Yvonne and Jeff, uh, spirits were paranormal, and I started doing paranormal investigations with them. I was doing them for quite a while on my own, like doing things, buildings with my gifts. If anybody wants to talk, I'm here, you know, kind of thing, which is don't ever do that. You're not supposed to do that. It's illegal, number one, and number two safety and numbers if you go by yourself then and get hurt no one there to help you so um but then i found yvonne and jeff and i it's it's been a whirlwind ever since and then, um and you know it's been a great experience ever since i found like a purpose in my life i love it and you both have such a good um, you both like exude great energy and you both flow well together. And mm -hmm. it's very interesting hearing both sides of your stories because Tim, with your story, you had, you were more supported. Mm -hmm. And then with Buffy, with your story, you weren't as supportive so that, you know, to have you both come together and how you, you both just, you play mm -hmm. off of each other. And it's just mm -hmm. a huge support in general like that's what's needed is yeah. is that right there and then to go on the platform that you're on for other people who mm -hmm. don't even speak about it because it's not like you know it's not happening out here there's not like there are not other people who have these gifts but some don't realize that right. they're gifts they just think that it's it's whatever they think right. but to to have a community that you built you know, yeah. and to have people be able to hear your experiences, which then allows them to be comfortable to come out when you guys or, you know, didn't have that. Right. And still right. some people don't have that. So that's like the best part about like technology. But like, how do you all use your gifts 
now, like for the community, besides with the platform, like with your podcast? Like Buffy, you mentioned that you do, Mm -hmm. you help with um, cases. Right. Mm -hmm. I do cases with them. Um, It's great because I'm not Catholic anymore. I changed my religion when I was about 19 years old. I found Wicca through my father. Um, And like at home with that spiritual practice or that spirituality. And um, I never really jived with going to church. I went to church every Sunday with my grandmother and it never felt right doing what I call the Roman Catholic uh, aerobics with the sit, stand, kneel, genuflect. Okay. (laughs) This is what we're going to do. And I never felt good with that, but finding my own spiritual practice and finding what felt comfortable to me um, and working with Christians. It's, it's great to find a group of people that allow you to be you and don't stifle your spiritual practice. In fact, they question and they want to know, and I'm more than happy to explain. And they allow me to be part of the group, feel like part of their family by allowing me to do what is necessary to find out what is haunting a home or what is scaring a child. Um, and then we work together like a well-oiled machine. I'm not beyond holding a cross for an exorcism or a Christian blessing. I am not beyond spraying holy water on someone if needed. Um, they also, I incorporate them into my practice if I cast a circle that's needed in order to resolve an issue, they are more than happy to stand at the four corners and hold a candle and send me white light as I go inward to relieve the the issue. Um, My biggest thing is I want people to understand. I don't want to be considered a freak anymore. I'm not a freak. This is something that is very real. And I kind of want to inform people that's why I work with children uh, most of the time with our group. If it's children that are being affected or children that are gifted and their parents don't understand, I kind of let the child know that you're not crazy because I'm crazy too. So that's important it, to it's, say it's to them. normal. This is normal for you and I can help you. I can guide you. I can teach you tricks that are going to be able to let you live a normal childhood. And I incorporate the parents so that they understand that their child isn't crazy. This is what's going on. And this is a way that you can help them is by being supportive and understanding when there's moments of fear um, and how to be brave when they can't be. Mm. So that works out really well. I love it. And Tim, what about you? Yeah, I, I um, most of my cases come in. Of course, I, I belong to a uh, paranormal uh, investigative team, uh, Key West Paranormal uh, Society. I was one of the uh, lead investigators as well as one of the uh, directors for this uh, region here. We have five sister um, uh, investigating groups uh, all the way up into Pennsylvania, uh, plumb over onto the west coast of Florida. But most of my cases, me being in charge of the 
um, uh, say dark side, they would be given to me through various churches or organizations uh, that might have a uh, encounter with an individual who might be uh, possessed or suffering uh, for you know some type of um, uh, introduction uh, through. Um, I, I don't like to say the D word that. Uh, oh, we don't say that on the show. Yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, you know, I'll cause I, people to panic. Yeah. Well, yeah, and not not only that, uh, Candy. It's uh, something that I don't do because of my experience with it. Mm. And, uh, you know, I, I, we we came up with a name. We called it a rim Nimrod, or or ah. you know, in Cherokee, we call it a Uyo High, and mm -hmm. uh, you know, which is bad. Uh, but those those are the labels that we have for um, uh, this uh, dark entity. But most of my cases come from the churches, and I would uh, get the information. I would speak with the uh, families or whoever might be uh, having the uh, uh, issue, and I would make a decision. You know, I would do the research and all that stuff. And, and uh, I mean, it, it's a really, really, really drawn-out process when you have different uh, organizations involved um, because, you know, with my gifts, I, I sense, I sense um, dark evil, whatever you want to call it. Um, you know, it's, it's a very, uh, very draining experience for me. I've encountered, uh, some quite exhausting investigations. Uh, some of them, some of them are, you know, were just, well, let's just say you had to refer them to, uh, the proper resources other than, uh, a demonologist. Um, uh, but then there's others, you know, that were suffering, uh, from, uh, inflictions, uh, possessions, things like that. And it really, really took its toll. It even took a toll on me as well as my family. Um, we suffered a lot of, um, suffered a lot of, um, say, negative stuff here at, at my place as, as well as other places. Um, it even got so bad I had to bring a shaman in uh, one time. But um, you know, we we've had to we've had to back off. I've had to back off. I uh, don't have the support of the of the uh, investigative team uh, like I used to. I'm still in touch with some of the members, but uh, they the other members have just kind of drifted apart. Some of them didn't want to have anything to do with the uh, investigations that I took on, uh, but. I still give I still give that support to our family, our listening family, uh, the audience who's been with us. Our our, our family has been with us for a long time uh, with our podcast. We still give out that uh, you know that uh, say information. We we're very supportive. We can pick up on spirit whether it's through our system or through just uh, our family who might be live in the chat or whatever the case may be. Sometimes Buffy gets live text. Sometimes I get live text. Sometimes I get calls. Buffy gets calls. So we still do our investigations even while we're doing our podcast. We're still helping these individuals who may be suffering uh, you know, uh, some type of haunting or, or some type of possession, whatever the case may be. 
And, uh, you know, we have to be very careful about uh, how we approach it, uh, what we do uh, on the air as well as off the air. Of course. Um, yeah, we're, we're still 100% active, uh, maybe in a different setting. And we're still helping those individuals out there, you know, that need the help. Um, but it might not be with a team. But, you know, we have the gifts. We have the knowledge. We have the... Uh, we have the forces that, you know, that are with us and they protect us. That's why it's very important to keep your spirit guides, keep all of your, 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 your prayers, your, your chants, all of that. Uh, you know, you have to keep that in, in check. Those things you have to make sure that you're up on, uh, mm -hmm. you know, and when, when I say you go into, to battle, you, you really, really have to be up on your A game. You really have to have that energy. You really have to have that spiritual um, energy within you as well as your physical energy. Because if your physical energy goes down, then you're not helping anyone and, and especially yourself. Um, so, yeah, we're still uh, we're still fighting. We're still fighting the good fight out here. We'll continue on doing it. I hope so. And to use those gifts to help people is the biggest thing that that especially in this day and age with all of what's happening and there's a lot of negative like bad entities out there that and it, it, I mean there's a lot of stuff that's happening you know and whether people want to see it or not it's heavy stuff and to be that mm -hmm. person to stand up and to put yourself on the line to to be that bridge is a really it's it's huge Absolutely. especially in this day and age of healing and the fact that now is a good time so that so many people are coming out and expressing what their gifts are and using those gifts to do exactly what it is that you're doing or other things that still help in healing because it all correlates to healing. Yeah, sure. Um, it, it definitely does. And it's a beautiful thing because it also helps to uplift people because with those gifts and what you all do, it gives people closure. You know, and that closure is so important because so many people don't get that, you know, so you, you get to, you get to heal, use your gifts of healing for that. And Tim, you're absolutely right. Like you definitely have to stay prayed up. <laughs> absolutely. It's, it's a big mm -hmm. deal out there. There's some spiritual warfare that's truly out there. And if your mind is not in it, if your mind just breaks just a little, you know, it can come in. Right. So you're absolutely right. What I like to do, first and foremost, can you, before I do that, I always like to ask my guests, my co-host, one, because I'm huge into astrology, because I'm big into psychology, Tim <laughs> and, but, whoa, that rhymed. I can't believe how many times I rhyme and don't even mean to, but, <laughs> <laughs> but Tim, can you tell what your zodiac sign is so people can see what energy that you're coming in with? Yeah, absolutely. I'm a Leo. Mm. I could feel that. Mm. Do you know your other, like your rising and your moon? I feel like there's water and earth in there. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Wow. Wait, wait, did you already have a birthday? Yeah, today. Today's your birthday? <laughs> yes. Absolutely. You weren't going to say anything? Absolutely not. Oh. <laughs> it's also uh, like for this moment right here. Yeah, you know, it's, uh, you know, it's kind of funny. The day's my birthday and it's also my uh, wedding anniversary, too. Oh! Oh, happy on the yeah. podcast first of all thank you for being on and, and oh my god i feel oh <laughs> happy birthday and happy anniversary absolutely, absolutely. oh oh tim that's yeah. i feel horrible 
<laughs> Why? I don't know. <laughs> okay, Buffy. What yes. is your zodiac sign? I'm a Pisces. All day. Um, I'm a Pisces all day. All day. Every day. Do you know? Um, I know you know your moon and your rising. Do you know it? I, I believe it's Virgo. Which one? Vir- are you rising? Uh, rising is Virgo. Aquarius in there somewhere, which is uh, crazy. Because- That's a- yeah, I can totally see you as being an Aquarius moon. And that's yeah. why, like, you're so big on helping people. And with your yeah. Pisces, the Pisces is the door to the psychic world anyway, like, to yep. that realm. So that's mm-hmm. definitely in there. And the Virgo in you is what helps you to, get like, keep yourself together. And the Leo in you, Tim, <laughs> is what gives you the passion to keep doing what it is that you're doing. If I knew your other signs, which I swear to you, Tim, there is water in either your rising or your moon. And I know you have an earth sign in there somewhere. I just feel it. But, mm-hmm. oh, I love it. I can definitely mm-hmm. feel that energy. And the second question that I always love to ask is if you were to give a song of your life, one song, you have a whole soundtrack, but one song, what would you choose to do, like to talk about your life? Oh, wow. <laughs> I love them, them Andy. No, <laughs> I, I would, I would have to, <laughs> uh, I like queen, but it wouldn't be queen. Um, it would have to, it would actually have to be YouTube. Still haven't found what I'm looking for because I feel like life is a journey. We never totally find what we're looking for in our journey uh, in, in this life. And even in our past lives or this life or, or, or the lives before us, we, we, we never really find um, the total what we're looking for. So, yeah, I guess uh, I guess that song you know, it's kind of like a, kind of like a religious song. And, and, and plus I also have, you know, I don't only have the uh, native in me. I also have the Irish and, you know, and I have a little Jewish in there too. So uh, it's a unique background uh, that I have. And, um, you know, uh, yeah. I love yeah. it. Still haven't found what I'm looking for. That's okay. Yeah. You still got a mm. That's why I said it's so hard to just pinpoint one. Because there's so many songs that like can literally tell about a moment in our life. But I love to ask that question because it helps me to understand people more. And it definitely helps me to feel like their energy more. Well, I go around and I sing that song, uh, even when I'm working, I'm humming it, you know, and I catch myself singing it. So it's kind of like one of my favorites. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. But, um, Go ahead. Buffy. Go ahead. What's yeah. Your, what's your oh name? my gosh. I, I have so many that apply Pisces, to me. I know you have so many. <laughs> I have so many You're that apply to me. I, um, I would have to say that um, one of them would have to be Natalie Taylor's Surrender. Um, because that's what what I try to do is I try to surrender to spirit whenever it, it, it happens and be available to spirit and then um there is a song and i into the west is a song that not many people know it's off the um movie of um uh lord of the rings and if you ever get a chance to listen to it that's that's another one that kind of sums up my life a little bit 
Twist of Fate by Olivia Newton-John is another one. Oh, you're playing. Oh, I just hear all the songs in my head right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I, it, it, it's funny because there are so many songs that come to me when spirit is around because that's how they trigger me to getting it right or hitting on validations is they know I love music. They know I love movies. So they'll play a clip of a movie for me or they'll play a song for me. Um, and that's wh whatever they're feeling at the moment or whatever they're trying to get across. And the most poignant one that I had was on a case with James Maitland, who's no longer with us. <clears throat> he passed right before Christmas due to COVID. And we did a case um, where it was an unsolved, like not a murder, but a death. Um, I, Spirit told me Spirit was singing the song Surrender. By Natalie, Natalie Taylor, that I had to get her to surrender to me in order to bring her over to the other side. Um, and just wave your white flag, just surrender yourself to spirit and it'll happen. No more pain, you know, which was a very poignant. And to this day, I carry her with me wherever, wherever, she, you know, wherever she is. Um, and that's a very important song to me. So, yeah. I like that. Thank you both for sharing that. Yeah, you know, I, I also, um, so always when I'm doing these, like these interviews, I like to hold my musical Oracle deck. And then mm -hmm. like, right when I ask the question, like, <laughs> the energy, listen, listen, listen. It always, I'm always amazed by what comes out. Okay. Mm -hmm. So I have Hildegard von Bingen. I hope I'm saying this right. Become like a feather on the breath of God. Gain wisdom through the study of the unknown. The soul is not in the body. The body is in the soul. Wow. Wow. I love that. That's Absolutely. very prophetic. That's great. Wow. Absolutely. That's beautiful. <laughs> and she's a nun. Wow. Like, I, I, holy cow. Hey, don't let those nuns fool you now. I know. Listen, <laughs> that's a whole nother podcast that I would For love sure. to talk about. Because I do know that um, religion plays a huge part. It's all—it's always that battle with religion and spirituality, but it definitely plays a huge part in in all of this. Yes, you know, so I would love to have another podcast on that. I'm just waiting on spirit to tell me when the time <laughs> is coming, and best believe you guys will. Be yes, <laughs> yes. When spirit tells me go, and that's when I'm going to go. So exactly. do look out for that. Okay, can you tell the people where they can find you, all the details, if you're on mm -hmm. Instagram, Facebook, all that stuff, let them know. Go ahead, Tim. Yeah, you can uh, You can find us on um, uh, Facebook. Uh, you can also uh, get a hold of us uh, on, on Spreaker, uh, uh, Paranormal Talk 2, and uh, also Corner Cauldron, Buffy's um, mm -hmm. uh, podcast that she... Uh, and uh, her and Jimmy does on 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 Saturday evenings. Mm -hmm. But yeah, you can find us on YouTube, uh, Spotify, mm -hmm. iHeart, uh, Facebook, Deezer, uh, Geezer. Oh my God! <laughs> I, I, yeah, Geezer. I mean, it sounds like an old Geezer or something. <laughs> um, I, I'm not even sure. Indie. Um, dang. 
I don't know how many we do have, but we we have uh, we have quite a few, and and you you can pretty much pull us up on on uh, just our our, our uh, uh, titles that we have. Uh, you know, Tim Hopper, Paranormal Talk Two, PT Two mm-hmm. Production. Um, yeah, so yeah, you can find us. You can find us on 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 any of that. Thank you both for being mm-hmm. on here and sharing your personal stories and your mm-hmm. relationship to, with spirit and like just really opening the eyes of people. So, you know, we can change the factor of people looking at other people as they're weird or you're crazy and this like, let's change that stigma, you guys, and have more of an open mind because you'd be surprised how many people are walking around here with some major gifts and you don't even know it Absolutely. It's because there's nothing to shout about. It's about yeah. staying humble with it, you know, exactly. and to have that beautiful energy of wanting to heal the world. It's it's a very it's it's a beautiful thing. And it's what's going to end up helping and raising consciousness mm-hmm. of this world and awareness. So you guys, please check them out. Buffy and Tim on Paranormal Talk 2. You will not be upset what you hear everything is so good on there it's literally like i'm listening to a movie like i'm watching a movie i can see the whole thing (laughs) i love it and the energy is just great you guys i am honored that you were on here today tim happy birthday oh thanks candy appreciate that yes absolutely i listed out in song but i can't find my bedazzled microphone in my diana ross dress but do know i'm still in spirit i'm singing to you off and everything but it's with love Yes. <laughs> and before we go off air, Candy, if you want to call me after, Spirit has sure. been itching to talk to you. And it's standing right here. Oh, man. I know, Buffy. I know. Forcing me to sit I, I, you know what? I could tell, too. Ah. I could uh, tell because my ears started ringing a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I was mm-hmm. like, oh, Buffy knows. Yep. So give me a call when we're gotcha. done, and I will definitely fill you in. Thank you all. Thank you, you guys. Don't forget to like, share, and subscribe. Check them out once again. And thank you for being a part of another week with my beautiful co-host. And also, thank you so much for the messages, the emails, the beautiful, uplifting messages that you all send me. It is much appreciated. And I will see you all next week. You two say bye. 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 -bye. (laughs) Thanks, guys. All right. Bye.